We've got mutants with a very specific mutation. Today I'm talking about Hell Comes to Frogtown. This is God's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about the cult favorite Hell Comes to Frogtown, which is a wild movie in so many ways, and kind of and just interesting, even if it's bad. It's not good, but it's very fun. And it has Roddy Piper, so you can always enjoy him. So, yeah, without further ado, let's get started. There's been a lot of analysis about horror trends, why certain trends took hold, why others pop up again, and what cultural circumstances push a certain genre forward. While this is mostly applied to monsters like vampires and zombies, I think post-apocalyptic fiction fits the bill as well. It's an end-of-the-world scenario where resources are scarce and enemies are either foes specifically created due to nuclear fallout, or people looking to hoard what resources still exist. Or at least that's how it will work in theory, because today's cult favorite Hell Comes to Frogtown has a lot of these elements while also being impossible to take seriously. The film takes place in the not-so-distant future, in a world where nuclear fallout has rendered most of the human population sterile, and many of the region's fertile women have been captured by a blend between humans and reptiles. So when lone drifter Sam Hell stumbles upon an organized group of female nurses who discover Sam doesn't shoot blanks, they see an opportunity to potentially bargain for and save the stolen women. If Sam agrees to cooperate, that is. So I don't know where to start with this one. It is just so weird and silly and stupid and interesting and a bunch of other adjectives. It's by no means good, but it is distinctive. And here's a couple reasons why. First, we have Roddy Piper, the sex god. From a genre standpoint, Hell Comes to Frogtown blends the standard survivalist post-apocalypse with a dated sex comedy. The movie is attempting to make an action comedy where our hero is the most desired man on Earth due to his fertility, who also doesn't want to be taken advantage of or assaulted by every woman he comes across. And this movie is so dodgy about consent, it's ridiculous. And that's an impossible tone to manage, because you're trying to piece together actual romance, lasciviousness played for laughs, and potentially the fate of humankind all at once. But here's where I might say something controversial. I think this is a good part for Roddy Piper. I think he works really well as a reluctant hero who doesn't want all this female attention unless there's something more and his way out of his death. He's a perfect ham in these scenes and really sells his discomfort. Unfortunately, the movie frames him and his body like he's sex personified, and that's a harder sell. Not to say that he's unattractive, but it's just a, it's a weird considering what his energy is. I think the movie is attempting to convey a message about romance versus sex, but whatever it, whenever it can, it's throwing in a joke that Piper only has so much love to give, so that, that's one thing. And then, oh my god, the frog people. So, the movie essentially breaks beyond repair once the frog people show up. It's too silly for words. I think this mostly comes down to design. It would be one thing if the mutant creatures were either clearly creature or clearly human. But in this movie's case, they clearly just slapped a frog head on a bunch of human bodies, and the end result is... unsettling. 
It's also so specific that it breaks any semblance of believability. Like, sure, plenty of a post-apocalyptic fiction has mutants or mutated humans or creatures. The Fallout series is full of them. But here the mutation is so specific for an entire species that you can't even fathom why it's this is happening. It's so weird. Also, is this movie trying to be feminist? Much like animated Disney films in the 90s did, I think this movie is attempting and mostly failing to be feminist. The most obvious reason it fails is because almost all of the women want to grab Roddy Piper's junk, and when they find out he's fertile. And as I've mentioned a few times already, non-consent should not be played for laughs. That said, I think this movie is attempting to be feminist. Not succeeding, but attempting. I think it's noteworthy that our most competent hero is a female scientist who weaponizes her sex appeal and being underestimated to her advantage. Likewise, Piper's Sam Hell and her relationship is portrayed as genuine versus the lustful looks from other women who just try to jump his bones. Even the final villain is this anti-woman fella who believes a government or world run by women is how the apocalypse happened in the first place. So there's decent ideas in this ridiculous-ass movie, but they're undercut by the tropes of the era. So my verdict, though, is it's so bad, it's kinda good. Though it may blend into s similar films from the era, the different ideas and bizarre costume choices make Hell Comes to Frogtown stand out. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time, everybody. Stay safe.